Oh, hey there, guys. What's going on? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Coaching Quest. I'm your host, Jake Cokerhands, and on today's episode, I wanted to talk all about time management because here's the reality, and many of you probably already know this, but if you do not learn how to become a master of your time, especially somebody who works from home, you work for yourself, you don't have a boss telling you what to do at what times of the day, if you don't learn how to create more structure for yourself, then your business is actually going to master you rather than the other way around. You're going to be a slave to your business where you're either not getting any shit done, although feeling perpetually busy, or maybe you are super busy, but then you have a hard time leaving work at work and just enjoying your life, which I think is the main reason why we all got into entrepreneurship in the beginning, right? Is we wanted to create more financial and time freedom for ourselves. But I think many, many coaches find themselves on this perpetual hamster wheel of working more than they were working in their in their corporate job. They're working more, they have less time to spend with others, and in many times, they're, they're not making as much money because they're not being productive, and they don't know how to create schedules for themselves. They don't know how to block their time. They don't know how to identify the action items that are ultimately gonna move the needle in their business, and so they become dabblers, and they wake up every single day, and they spend three hours just getting going, and so they're laying in bed and scrolling on Instagram, and then maybe you get up and, and mosey on over and make a cup of coffee, and you sit and then you watch the news, and maybe you scroll Instagram again, you check your email, and then maybe you call your friends, and then maybe you go for a walk, and then go to the gym, and then you come back, and then you check your email again, and then more social media, and then maybe you watch an episode of Netflix before, maybe just to get some inspiration for content. And then eventually your friends call you and they want to hang out. So you go to the mall with them and then you come home and then you're too tired. So you say, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get to I'm just gonna get to all this stuff tomorrow. And it just becomes this cycle. And I don't know if this sounds familiar to any of you. I mean, that's obviously a very extreme example, but it's so easy to get caught in that cycle of always being busy, but you're not moving the needle forward. And so I wanted to share with you some hacks some strategies, some things that I've implemented into my own daily routine that has just, they're so simple. Like when I explain this to you, you're just gonna be like, oh yeah, I mean, that, that seems simple. Well, here's the reality. The things that are simple to do are also very simple not to do. And that's the reason why many people aren't getting results because they just, it doesn't seem like it's gonna make that big of a difference, but I can guarantee you it's all these small things that you incorporate in your day. Learning how to manage your time that ultimately make you hyper-productive and efficient and focused, okay? So the first thing that I would say, if you wanna be as productive as possible, is you've gotta get in the habit of scheduling out your day. I know so many people who are just like, oh, I don't, I like to be free flowing. I don't like to be regimented, you know? But, but here, okay, that's fine. You can be free flowing, but when it comes to your business, you've gotta know your daily schedule. Otherwise, you're gonna forget shit. You're going to put stuff off. It's never going to get done because you never give it a deadline. So having a schedule that you write out, whether it's in a notebook, you put it in your Google Calendar or whatever, I like to do it every night before I go to bed so I can kind of you know, sleep on it. If there's certain things that I need to get done or problems that need to be solved, I feel like doing that before bed subconsciously kind of helps me to just prepare myself for the upcoming day. And when I wake up, I know exactly – there's no hesitation. I hit the ground running. I, I move. And generally what I do is I – 
go and I review my schedule again that morning so I have absolute clarity on what's going on, where I can fit certain things in. And that alone is is, is worth a million dollars, okay? So you guys are welcome. But seriously, seriously, get in the habit. I have a old, good old-fashioned, old-school journal that every single night before I go to bed, I just take a second and write out when my appointments are, when I'm when my client calls are, if I have any sales calls, so I know what for sure things are on my to-do list. Now, once I get that mapped out, it's important for me to identify every single day, what are my top three projects that I absolutely need to get done, either just the following day or honestly on a consistent basis, which you really should identify, the top three items that truly drive the greatest number of results in my business. Now, if anybody knows about the Pareto's principle, the 80-20, which I'm sure everybody does, the, the reality is there are a handful of activities that are going to be producing the majority of the results, and there's also a lot of activities that are not driving results at all in your business. And many times we get caught up in doing these small activities like maybe designing cool covers for eBooks or doing cool little PDFs and all that stuff's nice, but if we spend too much time just doing this design work and maybe touching up our website and all this shit, it's really not it's not the stuff that's going to make a difference. And so I would say as a online coach, probably the, the most important activities that you need to be focusing on is one, getting content out. So identifying your platforms, your traction channels, which, I mean, if you're just starting out, I would, I would definitely have no more than two. In all reality, I would recommend just picking one traction channel. So whether that's Instagram, whether that's Facebook, whatever. And making sure that on a daily basis you are showing up there at least twice a day honestly like if you're on facebook i would suggest posting on your feed at least twice a day instagram i would count one feed post and then posting and showing up on your story and generally when like one story little snippet for the day would be like five to ten story little clips okay so posting once on your feed, at least, at least, literally at least once a day, and then also on your story. So that's going to be the first thing. The next thing is having conversations with people. So maybe you have a specific number of people that you want to have conversations with in the direct messages. And so that's very, very important, setting an actual number of people that you can talk to. Now, how you initiate these conversations, that's, that's a completely dif different topic. Um, there's many, many different ways that you can get people to engage with your stuff. I mean, if you're posting content on a regular basis, then you're going to have a lot of people who are just engaging with you in that way. But there's also many ways that I'll go into in other podcasts where you can deliver value pieces, where you can create some type of freebie, free offer or something, and get people to reach out to you in order to get access to that or just creating what I like to call engagement threads which are either like a poll in your story or on Facebook just doing a, a, a short form question that prompts your ideal client to engage in some way you want people to open up to you you want people to answer yes to certain questions or you know maybe you have a multiple choice question like hey do you struggle with this, this, or this? And then getting people to respond to where you can have follow-up conversations. You know, another good way to, to do that is through 
Q&As, you know, live Q&As where you can get on, you can have conversations with people on a live stream format. But I'm not, sorry, I'm getting, I digress. I'm getting kind of off topic there. But having conversations with, say, maybe 10 people per day. So we want to create content. We want to have conversations with 10 people. And then the last thing, and this is going to be different for anybody. Honestly, I think those are the most important. But trying to get on sales calls on a more regular basis. And then, I mean, maybe we could add in like, just delivering to your clients or maybe creating if you've got another project that you're working on you're trying to improve your program or something that could be the third thing but in all honesty like if we're going to break your business down to the simplest forms it's creating compelling content that speaks with your ideal client and having conversations which ultimately leads you to get on the phone with them like at the end of the day those are the things that are going to drive results in your business so creating systems and structures around that is going to be the most important and you need to identify what that's going to look like for you. So every single morning you wake up, what I generally recommend is get that shit done like very first thing in your day. If anybody knows Brian Tracy, he's got a book, it's called Eat That Frog, which I think is honestly a super weird name, but he uses the analogy and I, I might be getting this a little bit wrong where it's like, hey, if you have all of this food to eat uh, and, and you have to, absolutely have to eat it, and then there's like a frog and you have to eat the frog. You want to eat the frog first. You don't want to eat all the other food that's like maybe super delicious and then like just put off eating the frog because it just becomes this daunting, overwhelming thing that, I mean, maybe it wasn't something that you wanted to do initially. Maybe it's more tedious that you don't enjoy necessarily. But the whole idea of it is get the shit done that needs to get done very first thing and watch how much easier the rest of your day is watch how much momentum you're able to carry into the later hours of your workday. So I say schedule out your day. And this is how I, I'll, I'll share exactly how I do mine. I personally like my mornings for these top three activities because they're generally, they require a lot of creativity. They require a lot of energy on my part. It's oftentimes where I record podcast episodes. And so I like to load all of my sales calls, all of my client calls, any interaction with humans in my afternoon. So like noon onwards. So when I wake up, because I feel most creative during that time, I like to get up, I'll hydrate because generally people are very very dehydrated when they wake up. So waking up, I put some mineral drops in my water, maybe a little bit of lemon. I'll chug that down. I'll have some coffee. Maybe I'll go for a quick walk. So I get some movement. Um, you know, I like to express gratitude. I like to write my goals down. I like to review my schedule. So when I'm waking up, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. I know exactly what's happening. I know what I need to do. I feel energized. I've got some movement. I've got some sunlight. I'm hydrated. I'm ready to fucking go, you know, first thing in the morning. And so I think structuring your day in that way, I mean, that's what served me. And I know everybody's a little bit different, but I find myself the most productive and creative early in the morning. And so that's, that's just generally when I like to do that. Okay. Now, the next thing that I think is incredibly powerful is a tool called time blocking, or you could call this creating small wins, many, many deadlines throughout the day. And I generally do these with my non-negotiable activities, those top three activities where I actually will create hour segments in my day. I literally look at my day as hour long time blocks. And with each of those time blocks, there's a specific activity that is designated for that hour. And so that means that even though I know I need to respond and have conversations and I got to create content, I'm not double dipping. I'm not responding to people as I'm trying to come up with ideas for content. I'm, I need 
focus and clarity, singular focus on the one thing that I'm trying to do. Otherwise, I feel like I just am not as efficient. I don't perform as well when I have all these different things going at once. And I know that's one thing for many beginning entrepreneurs, people who are wanting to build their online business is you know all of these different, you have a, a, a daily task list or you have a, a checklist of all these items that you need to do, but you just, you, you get caught in like, oh, I don't know what to do first. It's that paralysis by analysis. And rather than just picking one and going, you just sit there and then you just waste a whole hour and then you end up scrolling on Instagram again. And so figure out what hours of the day you want to do those particular activities and set a deadline that when you're done, when that hour is up, you move on to the next thing. And I think that can be incredibly powerful because the reality is human beings always, they always stretch or, or shrink to meet the deadline given to them. I'm sure many of us have experienced that going through school where we have a project due and it was like a, we had like three months to do a project and we literally wait until the last week to get started because that was when the deadline was. But if you only had a specific amount of time, maybe you only had a week to do that same project, you get it done very quickly. And so setting deadlines for yourself and holding true to those is a very powerful way for you to just be focused, be productive, have some urgency and get that shit done. Okay. So writing out your schedule, having a morning routine that energizes you and and gets you going for the day, reviewing that schedule, having your top three income producing activities ready to go. And I like, like I said, I like to do it first thing in the morning and having deadlines, mini time blocks, hour time blocks that you can focus solely on those things without distractions. So those things alone can be incredibly, incredibly powerful. Now, the next thing that you should absolutely get into the habit of doing as an online coach is creating a content calendar. Now, this is something that I personally like to do every Sunday, like before I begin the new week. So I'm kind of relaxed. I don't have a lot of things going on, but I like to sit down and spend maybe 20, 30 minutes mapping out exactly what my posts are going to consist of for the upcoming week. And this is so simple, but it's going to save you loads of time when you you wake up every single morning and you have that hour time block to actually start creating content. You want to put some stuff out. You want to show up on your social media instead of spending the first 30 to 45 minutes trying to brainstorm an idea of what you want to post, which many times, you know, if you have some, if you have writer's block, then you could spend the whole hour and just have, have no, no clue what to post. I'm sure we've all experienced this where there's some days where it's just free flowing and, and the ideas are just coming to you nonstop. And then other days where it's just like nothing, literally nothing. Now having a content calendar can be so useful because it allows you without having to actually come up with the, the meat of the post, you can just have general talking points. So you could say, okay, Monday is going to be all about nutrition. So maybe I do a post about binge eating and then maybe I do a grocery shopping tip on my story. And then Tuesday could be about mindset and then Wednesday about workouts or whatever. And you can map that out. Maybe even have like the the general topic, maybe a question that you want to answer that you get a lot from your ideal clients or something that you feel like your ideal client struggles with on a pretty regular basis. There's something about just having this outline mapped out. Maybe it's maybe it's subconscious, but I find that when I know what I'm going to be posting for that day, that 
when I when I'm in the shower or as I go to sleep at night, like subconsciously my brain is just trying to figure out different things that I could create content around. And so it makes it a lot easier for you when you have some time to kind of sit and ponder and think about, okay, what would be the best way to explain this particular topic without feeling the pressure of oh man, I got to get this done in an hour. What do I do? And then it gets shitty. And then, you, you know, you, you end up putting out something that's subpar in quality. So doing a content calendar every single Sunday, so you know your posts, they're all lined up, you're ready to go. I mean, that's, that's so incredibly helpful for somebody who, I mean, let's be honest, your primary marketing tools are your social media posts. Your Instagram page, your Facebook page, in all reality is the new website is the modern day website is a billboard for you and it's also your resume it's something where people who come and find you they can skim through your post they can see what you know so it's basically you're 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 showing what you have to offer to anybody who's potentially thinking about you as a client so that's why you want to think of your content like have a purpose behind it you want to think about what can I create to where if somebody random came to my page maybe like a month down the road and they went through my posts, what do I want them to think of me? Like what, what information do I want to share that would make them feel that, oh man, this person knows a lot about me and my struggles and look at all this great information. Maybe this would be somebody who'd be a good person to hire to help me overcome these challenges. So content calendar is the shit, okay? Now, aside from that, I mean, two things that I personally utilize like crazy are notes in my phone. And I use notes specifically for inspiration because we all know there's times during our day where we maybe don't have, we don't have the ability to bust out a full post, but we have this super good idea for a piece of content that we want to create. Well, I like to just at any time, I have a specific folder that says content ideas or IGTV video ideas, whatever. And I just put those topics in there. So I have a whole list during those times where I do feel inspired. So that way, when it comes time to create the content calendar, I have all these ideas that I know that I could jam on. These are things that I've thought about. So just having notes in your phone for any bit of inspiration that comes to you, any ideas for improving upon your program or, or, or different value pieces that you want to create. I think that can be incredibly effective. And then the last thing that I use is just reminders. I feel like Siri Without Siri, I would just forget so much shit. And especially when you are constantly on the go and you're, you, you've got to wear all these different hats in your business, it's sometimes easy to let things fall through the cracks and sometimes easy to forget about things that maybe, oh, oh crap, I forgot to respond to that person. I saw they responded to me, but then I had a client call and then I, I didn't message them back. So using Siri, you could literally say, hey, Siri, remind me to respond to this person at 5 p.m. tonight or whatever. Hey, Siri, remind me to do this, that, or the other. Siri is a godsend. And for all you Android users, I don't know, you probably have something else. But um, having some type of reminder system is so valuable because you could just do it on the fly. I mean, I I can't tell you. I probably, she literally is like my personal assistant. I I probably have 10 reminders that pop up throughout the day that I'm just like, oh, Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that this popped up because I totally forgot. So having these different tools and systems and structures in place for your business is going to make it so much better for you. Because what you're going to find is that when you're able to have clarity on what needs to get done in order for you to truly move the needle forward. And once again, 
for you to hit your head on the pillow every single night and say, today was a successful day. I got everything done that needed to be done. Then when you can do that and have clarity on that, then it also allows you to create boundaries for your personal life and your business to where when you get that stuff done, you can say, I'm done. And obviously I know there's a lot of projects and things that I, that I could continue to work on, but you know what? I've, I'm, I'm going to leave that for tomorrow. I know what I need to do. I'm going to write out my schedule for the upcoming day. And then I'm going to go enjoy myself. I'm going to go recharge. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to hang out with my significant other or my loved ones and just enjoy the freedoms that I signed up for when I first started this entrepreneurial journey. It's so important. If we don't give ourselves permission to celebrate those small wins and victories along the way, if we don't give ourselves permission to just enjoy ourselves, then we're never we're never going to have any positive uh, affirmations or positive reinforcement towards what we're doing. And then what you're going to have, what you're going to have is, Oh, I'm putting in all this effort, but I'm I'm never seeing any fruits of my labor. I never get to enjoy it. So you become resentful of what you're doing and you start to hate your business because there's, it just bleeds over into every area of your life. And all of a sudden you're at the gym working out, which is supposed to be your me time. And you're responding to clients and doing all this stuff. And now you start hating going to the gym because it feels like an extension of work. And I'm saying all of this because I've lived it. I'm speaking from personal experience. It's very easy to get burned out and resent your business if you don't create these systems and structures. And so whether you're a shoot from the hip type of guy or gal, which I personally see myself as, uh, even if that is you, like I'm telling you, just creating some of these systems for yourself is going to allow you to enjoy what you do so much more. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, please, please, I'm begging you, hit the subscribe button. That way you can be alerted for upcoming episodes. I'm going to be dropping at least once per week where I share different systems, strategies, tactics, mindset hacks, everything that you need to really, really accelerate your business and accomplish the goals that you have set for yourself. So please go hit the subscribe button. And if you would be so kind, scroll down to the bottom of the coaching quest app and leave a quick five star rating and review. If you believe that it deserves that. I love the five stars, but the reviews also are so incredibly beneficial for me to reach more people and really make this podcast as big and widely known as possible. And then also, if you feel like there's somebody else who maybe follows you on social media, who you think would greatly benefit from some of the things that I talked about today or in previous episodes, I would also love it if you just took a screenshot of the podcast, uploaded it onto your Instagram stories, and just tag me at Jake Cokerhands. I would love to be able to give you a personal thank you and really just connect and just get to know some of the people who are listening and benefiting from the show. So once again, thank you for listening. This is The Coaching Quest, and I will see you next time.